0: You're listening to the Player Spotlight Series here on Keon Sports. Coming up soon, about two months away, high school football returns. If you have a small company and would like a 30-second commercial during every single broadcast of our high school football programming, please email me, Vince McKee, at coachvin14 at yahoo.com. Our numbers have never been higher. Our audience has never been bigger. Now is the time for your small business to cash in. Email me, Vince McKee, at coachvin 14 at yahoo.com up next former holy name quarterback and now mercyhurst quarterback joe carter Welcome to the Player Spotlight Series. Tonight, we bring in Mercyhurst quarterback Joe Carter. Many of you, including myself, remember him playing for a holy name. By goodness, I covered him at Holy Name. Great kid, great story. He's up next. Grab something cold to drink and put your feet up. Up next, Joe Carter. Welcome into this edition of the Player Spotlight Series here at Keon Sports. Without any further ado, let's bring him to the phone now, Mercyhurst quarterback, Joe Carter. We're back here on Keon Sports on the hotline with us tonight. A young man, as I said, saw play at Holy Name. And uh, man, I I tell you, it feels like it was just yesterday. I'm going to tell a little story here in a bit about a special game that I saw him playing. But he is now with Mercyhurst. Let's welcome him to the Player Spotlight Series, Joe Carter. Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Now, as we know, Holy Name um, is a uh, Catholic private school in Parma. Now, where did you grow up? Did you grow up in Parma? No,
1: so I'm actually from Grexville, and my mom is the assistant principal of Holy Name, which is kind of the path that... I took to get there, but yeah, we're actually we're sta- we're located in Braxton. I grew up, you know, went to St. Michael's and Independence, and then found my way to OLM.
0: Really interesting. Okay, what was your um, what was your favorite sport to play growing up?
1: Uh, actually, honestly, it was always basketball, and then you know it became kind of apparent that I was you know I played basketball in high school, but it became apparent that football was my sport, not basketball.
0: What position did you play in basketball?
1: Uh, growing up, I was. You know, I was actually a point guard. I handled the ball all through grade school playing CYO and then, you know, got the only name, and I was undersized four. So I actually played the four through most of my career. And then, you know, sophomore year, I, I started a couple of games, played played decent minutes off the bench. And then junior year, I was out with a broken leg. And then senior year, came back, and same thing. I ended up We ended up, we, my senior year, we had like eight eight seniors on that team. We were loaded. as a blast. So I ended up coming off the bench and playing, playing minutes. But it was, yeah, so, you know, I guess the four. I, I don't... i was undersized four and
0: only six one, but yeah, the four. So here we're in a situation now. You know, you used to play basketball. Obviously, you still play football, you know, at Mercyhurst. Now, we're, we're kind of out of it now. We're outside. I was just outside doing some yard work and stuff, so I'm staying active the best I can. But we went through a stretch there, you know, March 11th, I'll say through... We'll just say June 1st. All right, okay, we'll go with that time frame. You know, 13, 14 weeks there where none of us were allowed to do anything. You know, so what were you doing you know, to mentally stay, you know, in shape and also physically stay in shape, not having full access to stuff like you used to. Yeah, it was tough.
1: You know, I, I was pretty lucky. Here at home, I had, you know, I, we had a couple different size dumbbells so I could do a bunch of bodyweight stuff. You know, the strength coaches at Mercyhurst were awesome and sent us tons of workouts and and different interval stuff and circuits that we could do that just with minimal equipment, bodyweight stuff, and just, you know, a lot of running and that on the mental side, you know, meeting with old and, old guys and young guys on Zoom and Facetime, just you know, watching film, going over stuff on our own, just trying to get ourselves as ready as possible for the season. Because you know, as you know, and it, it's been you know, we didn't have a spring season, so that was a big deal for us to lose,
0: obviously, because that's most of our prep for the season comes in the springtime. Oh, I know, and I used to love on ESPN and then uh, Big Ten Network and stuff. They would show the spring games, you know, for some of the bigger colleges. No offense to Mercyhurst by any stretch, but, you know, the big Ten colleges and stuff. And, uh, you know, they'd show the spring games. And, like, I just missed that, you know, just all of it. There, You know, football could be, you know, nine months a year when you really stop and think about it with all the conditioning and different things that go on. So, yeah, definitely kind of crazy that we missed out on all of that. It was like, uh, you know, kind of like the sports gods let us have the, uh, the NFL Combine and then kind of shut things down right after that. But, you know, for you, though, you know, go in a holy name. How special was the rivalry that you guys had with Bay Village? You know, Yeah,
1: so it, before we joined the, the uh, GLC, it, it was always Padua. I mean, everyone knew it was Padua. And then and we kind of joined the GLC, and it pretty quickly became Bay because you, Bay soccer program is phenomenal, as was Holy Name, men's and women's. You know, it was always that was always a huge game for soccer, and then same thing, you know, basketball, they were awesome. You know, they had our, they had our, we had Dwayne, it was always the big matchup, and we played them, you know, we see them three times, because in basketball, we play them twice the, the season, because they were in conference, and then we play, and then we see them in the district, down district final, every year, all, you know, three of the, three of the four years I was at Holy Name, I believe, we saw Bay three times. So it just became, like, that was, that was the big thing. And then in football, you know, I think we want to share at the conference all three, or two of the three seasons that I started at only name, and we shared it with Bay. Both, all, both those seasons, James. You know? so those just they were they were great in football. We were great, you know. We were great in football. They were great in basketball. We were great in basketball. They were great in soccer. We, were, you know, we just happened to be really good at the same sports, and then being in the same conference and similar size schools, you know, it was all you know that was that was always the big game.
0: So I got to tell you now. So, uh, you know, it's it's funny. It's a small world sometimes. And uh, everybody just hang tight because this, this is a story here, a couple minutes long probably. But um, the first time I saw Joe Carter, our guest today, play football, a quarterback, was at Bay Village on September, I don't remember the date, maybe 16th, I think, September 16th, 9, or 2016, would have been his junior year. What's special about this night, two things. One, my younger daughter Madeline was born about five days prior to that she was born on the 10th so she was born the previous saturday before this friday night game and my wife i remember talking to my wife i said look we got a newborn at home you know six days old if you don't want me to cover this game tell me now and i'll stay home and i'll help you take care of madeline tonight and she said no you know this is what you need to do and blah 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 i'm like okay i'm like i'm gonna go cover this game it's holy name versus bay village we'll see how it is so i go and cover the game so bay village is winning you know they're winning for three quarters Then all of a sudden, here's Joe Carter and the Holy Name, Green Wave, Namers, whatever you want to call them, come back, furious, fourth quarter rally, on the road in Bay Village. Okay? Come back to win the game. Unbelievable. I'll never forget it. I go down to the field, I track down Joe, and I'm sure at the time he probably had no clue who the hell I was, which is fine, (laughs) but I, I track down Joe and I get an interview. So I'm coming up the steps then, and the people in the Bay Village press box, and I really hope they hear this, the people in the Bay Village press box are really pissed, they want to go home, I don't know what their deal was, they were angry about something, they were closing up the press box, and they were going to lock my laptop in there, and my phone, and like everything I used to, to, to write the game recaps and everything, and I'll never forget it, like I, I just remember being like, what the hell, you know, so I had to argue with the guy to like get back in the press box to get all my stuff. But to this day, it was worth it because I got to go down and interview, you know, Joe uh, about the big win there. So, you know, my aggravation aside, it was just a very, very special night. I'll never forget it. Joe, if you can, what do you remember about that night? Because, again, to me, it just jumps off the page for many reasons.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that that was kind of that season that, you know, we'd made the playoffs for the first time in 10 years the year before. We lost Shaquille Seymour, which, you know, everyone knows. You know, he's at Toledo. He was a, he's one of the greatest players to ever suit up in the Holy Name uniform, and you know losing him was big. And that year, you know we started off rocky. We were one and two or one and three going into that Bay game. You know we just lost the Heartbreaker to paddle, our rivals had had a chance to win that game, couldn't get it done. In another comeback, and that whole year we came you know, came back and beat leader to in the fourth quarter. Came back and scored in the fourth quarter to beat Parma that year. So it was just that was that was just a year to come back, and you know that. That game, especially, was a blast. So that was one of the first games that we really threw the ball all over the yard and opened it up. And, you know, obviously, you know, I don't remember my actual stat line, obviously, but, you know, that was part of a three or four game stretch where I had 40 plus attempts every game. So just it, it was, you know, it's a blast to the quarterback to throw the ball all over the yard. And, you know, hooked up with Andreas two or three times that game for big plays, including, you know, the fourth and goal from the 30 yard line, if you remember that one. Oh, that I sure
0: a, do. I sure do.
1: Crazy. Crazy play, just they, Bay brought two, and I'm just scrambling around because we didn't have, you know, we didn't have a guy who make a field goal from that far, obviously. And just Andres went up over everyone and got it, got it, and it's just you know, it was a blast. You know, the game winner was awesome. Same thing, he went up and got it over everyone. And, you know, I personally know a lot of guys from Bay too, so that was just you know, that's always it's always good to beat your friends. And so that, yeah, it was. I mean, it was a great night. It was a great game. It was a blast.
0: And that's the thing too, Joe. Not that I didn't count on you, but I wrote my story, and it was it was done with you guys losing. Now, obviously, I didn't I didn't hit send, but once it got to fourth down and thirty, I'm like, all right, this puppy's over. So you ne- you never think you're gonna convert a fourth and thirty or fourth and goal from the thirty yard line like you did, and I'll never forget that. That's another reason why I was like racing up to get back to my laptop to fix that ending of the story. But just uh, I'll never forget that night. It was just one of those games that will always always stick out. Definitely a special night. Now, correct, correct me if I'm wrong here, okay? So that was your junior year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. so that's your junior year. Now, according to my records, and I had to go, had to dig deep on this one. I'm almost positive that you guys went five and five that season, and still somehow, some way, made the playoffs. Is that accurate?
1: Uh, I believe we were, we were six and four actually, but yeah, we did. We snuck in as an eight seed, and the year before, we snuck in as an eight seed, and we played Perry both my sophomore and junior year. That's right, and, unfor- and unfortunately, junior year was year I broke my leg, so I didn't get to play in the playoff game. But yeah, we we actually we won six and four because we lost week ten against River. Yep. And we didn't we didn't think we were in. No one thought we were going to get in. And then the other three or four teams that we needed to lose all lost, including two Saturday noon games. So we stuck in. on in in the hospital. Woke up in the morning in the hospital with a broken leg, and yeah, I everyone a bunch of the guys came in and let me know that we made the playoffs. It was crazy.
0: That's wild, man. So, you know, definitely a good career at Holy Name. Again, I'm not just saying this. I I remember it fondly. Really enjoyed watching you play. And, you know, kind of like we talked about off air, I just knew who you were quickly because of your name. I remember looking at the roster because I start prepping for our Friday game on Tuesday. I usually, you know, I'll take Monday night off. Like Monday night is usually the only night of the week I just kind of relax. I watch Monday night football, watch Monday night raw, and I just kind of relax. But once Tuesday rolls around, it's prepping for the weekend. And I'm prepping that, that, that Tuesday. I'm like, Joe Carter. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, I wonder if it's Joe Carter's son somehow. And obviously you're not. But, like, you know, it just <laughs> I found that out pretty quickly. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's just one of those crazy things. I'm like, man, and then you end up being the hero of that game. I I Like I said, I will absolutely never forget it. So, you know, wrap, wrapping up with Holy Name then, why did you choose Mercyhurst? What was it about Mercyhurst that drew you there?
1: Uh, you know, it 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 had a similar, besides having a similar feel to Holy Name, it was, you know, it's just, the coaching staff is phenomenal, you know, the guys that I met on my overnight visit, and a couple other visits were great guys, and it just really, I really, you know, from stepping on, you know, this sounds cliche, but it's the truth, you know, you get on campus and you really feel a sense of comfort immediately, like, you can just see yourself immediately, like, yeah, I could be walking around this campus, I could do this, I could do that, and then yeah, like I said, the core group of guys in my grade, we all kind of were at the same junior day visit and then at the same senior visit and at the same overnight and then the same game day visit and then we when we all sat and we all came up to watch all the same spring practices, you know, just having that sense of camaraderie with the guys in my class early probably also helped my decision. But yeah, and then, you know, I it it's just yeah, like I said, it just the comfort level immediately, and I, you know, I, the coaching staff does a great job. And obviously, you know, we feel the PSAC is some of the best division two football in the country. So,
0: what have you learned about your game and also the college game? The level, and what I, what I mean by that is this the speed difference. And I'm not knocking the GLC or anything like that, but just the difference in size, the difference in speed, execution having to make a decision a, a little bit quicker, maybe a hair quicker in that pocket. We know What kind of adjustment has that been, and how did you make that adjustment? Because I don't think people realize it who don't go off to college and play college sports. And I don't care if you're D1, D2, D3, or D4. It doesn't matter. College sports is college sports. So how have you been able to make those adjustments? Yeah, I
1: mean, it, it, it definitely is a challenge because, you know, it's every like you said, college sports, college sports every guy on the team was the guy in high school. That's just how it is. And that's why you get recruited, and that's why you're there. And it's just, yeah, the speed is really – that is the biggest thing. The speed it is – it really, truly is the speed mentally. That's, especially the quarterback spot, that's the biggest adjustment. It's having to make that decision quicker, having to make that pre-snap decision better. You know, there's more complex defenses. They, they disguise their looks better. You have, you know, faster linebackers covering spot receivers, faster corners. You know, the safeties are rocking and rolling. And I comes that much quicker. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's, like you said, it really is the speed mentally getting through your breeze, getting making that decision that much quicker. And, you know, even in practice, you're just that first couple days of camp, your freshman year, I mean, it's eye-opening. You're like, holy crap. I mean, yeah. these guys are, these guys can move, these guys can fly, you know, in high school, Linebackers can't keep up with slot receivers. In college, linebackers can keep up with slot receivers. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, yep. it's, it's crazy. The speed is crazy. It really is. The mental speed that, for me, at the quarterback spot, you know, my, some guys at different positions might say differently, but for me, at the quarterback spot, especially, it was mentally making decisions that much quicker.
0: Let me pull something back here. So, this, this question is not on, my, uh, not on my spreadsheet here. I only got two questions left, but I'm going to give you a bonus question right now. So, mental speed. All right, you're coming off your junior year, and we're, that's why I'm saying we're going to peel back. We're going to go back a few steps here. You're coming off your junior year in high school where you broke your leg. Stepping into your senior season, how quick? I mean, first of all, how the hell do you get over that mentally? And then, you know, number two, once you do, when, when you're out there, how do you block that out of your mind? People don't realize it. You know, a right handed quarterback, his blind side is almost open all game long. You got to have one hell of a left tackle to even feel comfortable back there. What is that like for you? You know, just mentally, how quick were you able to mentally get past that after you broke your leg? And you can be 100% truthful here, no judgment. You know, I'm just, I'm curious because I know time and time again, after a quarterback gets hurt, sometimes they get real jittery back there.
1: Yeah, I mean, and what helped me is I got back for the back half of basketball. So even though I didn't play, just practicing and going through it definitely helps comfort level on that leg, on that ankle, with trusting it again, right? Because in basketball, even more than football, you're jumping, you're cutting, getting the comfort level back with that leg. Basketball helps. I it, you know, it, it is, it really is. But I, you know, I wasn't too worried about the leg. To be honest, I just it, to me in practices early on in the spring you noticed it, for sure, and that was frustrating. On the field, there wasn't, you know, adjustment-wise, I felt okay, and mostly playing basketball, I learned to trust it again quickly.
0: Last question for you. How special is the rivalry with Gannon University?
1: You know, everyone, you know, everyone at Mercer talks about sports, And again, they're, I don't know if you know this. They're less than three miles down the road. They're also in Erie. Okay. So it's just, it's split. steady because it, it's two ever miles down the road. So it's I mean it's the year and we we pass the trophy back. Yeah, it's it's a big deal and you know it's funny. In court is Jimmy Keith. I don't remember him from state played. He was on JV, so I know Jimmy through that, and it's, it's yeah, he just have, knows each other, it's the biggest game, the whole city, supported. you know, we've been fortunate, we won both, we beat them both sides, just,
0: obviously. Well, that is awesome. Joe, it's been our pleasure to have you on the show tonight, we want to thank you, there's going to be a lot of... Holy Name fans listening, hopefully a lot of Mercyhurst fans, as well as our audience here with Keon Sports continues to grow. I'm kind of blown away by it. Very lucky, very blessed to have the support that we do, uh, much like yourself. Is there any last things you want to say to all the fans listening before we let you go tonight?
1: No, just other than, you know, let's all, let's all hope we get a season at all
0: levels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotta pray hard for that one. You have no idea. So, yeah, I, uh, I wish you nothing but the best of luck, and we'll talk to you soon. Stay in touch.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks
0: for having me, guys. Oh, you're welcome anytime. Thank you. So that was Joe Carter. Uh I do apologize there. It seemed like he might have had a small phone issue towards uh, the end. It kept going in and out there, those last two questions. But just to summarize, they've beaten Gannon both years he's been there. And, uh, yeah, just uh, awesome, awesome stuff. Guys, thank you for listening. We have always had a ton of support from the Holy Name uh, fans and, and student body and alumni Thank you, holy name. Honestly, cannot say thank you enough. It's just been amazing. Joe, we wish you nothing but the best of luck coming up your third year with Mercyhurst. For Keon Sports, this has been Vince McKee. Everybody have a good night.